0: I'm going to yawn one more time, and then I'm going to... i got to sound awake. i got to sound awake. Here we go. Welcome to episode 46 of Forging the Journey, where we discuss the joys and struggles of our entrepreneurial journey. I'm Greg Davis. And I'm Jared Dobb. And how are you doing this fine, sunny Tuesday morning? It is sunny. I don't know how
1: fine it is, but... My voice is going out on me, and I picked up a
0: cough somehow. So, well, yeah, not the best. Out, well, if you stop going out partying on Monday nights, maybe. Yeah, you stop that's voice. that's what I'm doing. I'm surviving right now on coffee and a little bit of sleep. <laughs> that's how I feel. I was on a. I was I feel like I just ended a podcast and started a new one. I was on with the We Like Shooting podcast last night. Uh, back on there, just chatting with those guys and telling them about the new stuff that's going on here. And we ended it, well, they're in Colorado. So uh, it was like nine thirty of their time. And it was like 1230 or something or 1130 of my time when we ended. And I just, I couldn't, I couldn't go right to sleep when we were done. So I ended up, I don't know, just screwing around for another hour or so. So I'm beat. I'm tired already. It's only, it's not even 9am. I'm already ready to go back to bed feel yeah, you so. yeah i've got a I picked up some headache
1: this morning, so I think I'm gonna take today a little bit easy yeah I'm not gonna go full bore. I might work on some videos or photos or something, but yeah, my voice is definitely not in the position to be making lots of phone calls, and yesterday was living on my cell phone quite literally. I was on multiple calls all day, <clears throat> so it ended up that's probably what helped. I mean, I got, obviously I have a cold or something, but then talking all day yesterday, just really was kind of the icing on the cake.
0: My favorite days are which uh, there's good in bed here. Cause dusty doesn't really get into like two most days now. Cause he has, he has school in the morning. So I'm, I'm in the shop by myself or it's, it's me and rugby for most of the day now, which is, a lot, of t- a lot of ways it's pretty glorious. It's nice, quiet. I, I don't even think I I open my mouth to say a word unless I'm yelling it at the dog uh, all day. And I enjoy not talking <laughs> for, for most of the day.
1: Yeah. I actually don't typically enjoy phone conversations that much. Not that Not that I hate them, but I should put it this way. I, when I have a day where I'm on the phone all the time, those are days that I don't typically like. It just, I feel so counterproductive, like they're productive things,
0: but I don't know. I don't know if you know. I, I totally know what you're saying. It's well, one, uh, talking all day long just exhausts me. I know there's people that, that, that conversation and stuff is what energizes them. And I think there's, there's times when that does energize me, but, but when I'm on the phone all day long, um, it exhausts me, which part of it is because I can't just sit, sit down and talk on the phone. I'm a pacer. Mm -hmm. So I walk probably miles (laughs) if I'm on the phone all day. Um, but yeah, then, you know, you're not getting, uh, physical things done. And so, yeah, if it's one of those days where I have meetings all day or I'm on the phone all day, then at the end of the day, I look around at all the things that I didn't get done. And yeah, I'm not a fan of that, but uh, yeah. But I mean, a lot of times if if you're on the phone all day and you're having those conversations, it's for a good reason. It's because those things needed to happen. So, yeah, yeah, and they were good conversations.
1: I'm not saying that they weren't. I mean, obviously, you were one of them. It was the conversation with you was probably less important than all the other ones. But I'm sure it was. <laughs> it definitely wasn't. But, no, joking aside, um, it, it just it's one of those things where I feel like everybody when they want to call you, they all call at the same time, and that's kind of how it was. It was just phone tag with a couple people, and then phone calls during phone conversations. And it's funny how that works, but today I'm, like I said, I'm going to try to avoid doing things that I have to talk a lot and maybe I'll work on some, some media stuff that I've been putting off.
0: Well, you're not starting off very good. No, this is not the best way to save my voice. (laughs) I'm going to start out my day of not talking with a podcast.
1: But if I kill my voice now, then I can have a really good excuse as to why I'm not talking to people later. There you go.
0: Let's kill it. We can try. So what's going on your week this week? Um, trying to get, trying to get get more machining done. I got to drop off a bunch of stuff for black nitride by the end of the week. Um, we are dangerously low on, on some neomag parts at the moment. So, just trying to get that all get that all ready for drop off and I really want to get to the range and, and make some videos and stuff. I got I got this brand new product that that I'm super excited about and I want to take more pictures and get more videos with. But it's so hard right now to I mean unless I go with a tripod. But like I said, you know, Dusty isn't really free until like two o'clock or so. So you know, by the time we get out to the range or whatever, it's, you know, you know we don't have a ton of time. <clears throat> so I was actually trying to get good. Uh, I was bugging Greg to see what his schedule was, see if he could come out and just hold my camera. I'm like, you don't have to do any, not to do anything besides just do the fun part, which is just take the video. I was like, I'll do the editing, everything. But, uh, Uh, he's got a job which is annoying so i was not able to get him just to come out to the range when it was convenient but uh which that's going to be the the struggle for honestly the rest of the year here is is getting out to the range so um but i may have to i mean the first year or so i i did the whole tripod thing he's got to get creative with multiple camera angles and yeah that sort of thing so i know that struggle well yeah it's not fun no it's it, it's hard it's, to get anything dynamic or yeah yeah i man
1: i'm so happy that i have the camera gear that i have so that when i do have to go kind of low low uh low tech with just me you know on the range doing my thing i have enough equipment and now i have two cameras where i can do multiple angles with just one shot which is really nice. Whereas last year it was just one camera, you'd set up the tripod. Okay. Push my rifle out here. And then walk over to the camera, turn it off, move the camera over here. Act like I just moved to this location. You know, it's always, it, it's always complicated when you're trying to do stuff on your own.
0: Yeah. I'll just say it, it, it takes forever. I mean, you can get a lot of good shots, but, but uh, yeah, it just, it takes a long time. You end up getting a lot of, small shots to put together and and my style that i prefer in videos is is more fluid um like if we can do one one long you know one shot uh you know that's moving from place to place or whatever i'd rather do it in, in one shot kind of over the shoulder type of shots rather than um you know a bunch of small shots put together which when you're by yourself, it's going to be hard to get a bunch of, you know, one fluid shot if you're moving around and stuff. So, yeah, uh, And maybe I need to get a drone with a, you know with a follow, yeah, on it. Then you
1: got to have bad part is then the audio. Yeah, get any audio away from that buzzing sound is impossible. That's when you just use all music. I mean, nobody I'm waiting. Listens to audio anyway. I'm waiting until. Um, until they come out with drones, drones that are like I don't know, use electromagnets or some crazy magnetic field to hover or something. They don't make any noise, and I don't know. Somebody will come out with it, yeah, which they, is like a little whirring noise that it automatically detects and gets rid of that frequency. Yeah, yeah. that would be awesome.
0: Yeah, yeah. I've uh, I've got an older drone. It's been a long time since I've. Not- since I've flown to the batteries, probably won't even hold a charge anymore. Um, but, uh, I, I think I only took it out to the range a couple times. It does. I mean, you you do definitely get some really cool shots with it. Yeah. But, uh, it's just, it's a lot of work to use it. You know, like I can just have dusty follow me. It's a lot easier than, than trying to get a drone out. Cause then if I'm the one, if I'm the subject in the video, you know, Dusty's not really flown drones that much, or at least not to the point where you know, you, you know he could fly it to get good, good video. I'm not even sure I'm, I'm a, you know, I, I'd be that good anymore either. I, I used to be pretty good at flying it, but you know, I should dust that thing off and get it back out. Yeah, I.
1: It, it's funny. This is one of my frustrations right now. Is I'm so hungry to learn videography and learn more about it. And I'm quickly, this last week was kind of the realization of this, but there's going to be an aspect of me losing a little bit of that in the short-term future here, I think, just because of all the other stuff we have going on. And that's one of the frustrating things about being in the seats that we're in is that I've found that I'm most passionate about the media creation photography, the videography, all of that stuff. So I'm super hungry for it and trying to learn and investing in the gear so I can get really awesome footage and shots and things like that. Um, that's one of, my, one of my concerns that I've been working through as of late is just I think the next six months are going to be pretty hectic, like you were saying. You're not going to be able to get out on the range like you want to. But for me, it's even – It's that it's, you know, obviously I want to get to the range and get footage, but I also want to do personal videos in my free time and have the energy to create because a lot of the different ways that I've learned to edit videos and do different shots and different things happens when I'm on my free time and I'm doing things, you know, that are totally unrelated to my business But that's when I'm kind of pushing my creative envelope and then I come back, regroup, and I start implementing those things into what we're doing at TA Targets. A good example was this past Saturday, Ridge and I went on a drive. We spent all day Saturday from 8.30 in the morning, he picked me up. We drove all over Pennsylvania and just took photos at different places. And those are the days that I feel like I really get to tap into the creative side and then learn what my capabilities are and where I need to learn. And then obviously when you're working around other people that do media and are good photographers or videographers, they can push you and help you to learn different things and see things differently than you would have. But that was a a pretty, pretty wild trip on Saturday. Did you see any of the photos? Yeah. 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 So we, it's kind of not on topic with the podcast, but we can dive into it a little bit. But So we started out going to Centralia. Have you ever been to Centralia? I've
0: not been there, but I, I just recently found out about, about that place. and I I think I messaged you or I, I, I comment on one of the posts. I want you to take me there. Oh, that's right. Yep.
1: Yeah, so Centralia is pretty wild. It's only about an hour and a half away from me, and I grew up riding motorcycles dirt bikes the whole all that stuff around that area but it's uh essentially a town that's abandoned now now most of the houses are gone but underneath the ground there's coal veins this is a mining town and some mine shaft that they used for mining coal caught on fire like 80 years ago or something and it's been burning under the ground for this whole time and it's going to burn probably forever because of the amount of coal that we have in that area. So it's abandoned. There's lots of roads. There's a road they call graffiti road. And that's where we took a lot of those pictures, like where Ridge was levitating and stuff. And it's a neat area. I mean, there's not many buildings to take pictures of. So we we went from there. We went out to a place called Frick's Lock, which is near the Limerick Nuclear Plant. Limerick Nuclear Plant. And unfortunately, that's all gated off, so we weren't able to see the abandoned buildings there. And then we went to that Penhurst Asylum, which was insane. That was probably the creepiest place I've I've been in a yeah, long time, um, because they this building was used for housing. I mean, they they called it a state school, but it it had mentally ill people. It had people that were certifiably insane it had immigrants people with diseases so it's it's not a you know when you think of a place where you'd want to live that's definitely not a place that hits the top of my list even if even looking at pictures from the past of when it was nice but we went down there we saw people so we asked them if we could take some photos and they gave us free reign of the property which is pretty cool there were a couple buildings we were not allowed to go into but for the most part, we had free rain, which was super creepy. There's tunnels underground that we walked through that were pitch
0: black and there were like dolls and stuff in them. And I saw the dolls. That's caskets. That's like, I, I, I don't get, I don't get scared or creeped out by much, but in doll, like my kids dolls creep me out. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> always the faces. That. They're weird. Yeah. I saw some of the pictures of those, these dolls in that place. And that, that's, that's when I would have burned the place down. yeah but on the outside
1: it's like there's old caskets and stuff and it's really weird yeah so they they used the tunnels to transport the bodies of deceased people like out of the facility Hmm. so nobody would have to see them and then they would transport people that were mentally handicapped and stuff underground so they wouldn't have to be out in the, the public or the elements and things like that so it's weird When was a place
0: like built and running?
1: I don't, I'd have to look all that up. I mean, it was either the late 1800s or very early 1900s and it was completely decommissioned in the mid 1900s. There was a whole report that came out on the terrible living conditions and it got into the limelight. And so they shut it down (laughs) and yeah, it's, it's weird, but those are the things that I'm, as I've, progressed in my journey as a business owner, I have found more and more the importance of having those hobbies and those things that I can do outside of the business. And as my paths crossed with, as my path crossed with Ridge again, after all these years, it's been refreshing to have somebody else as into taking photos as I am, and then going on these adventures and it's been kind of a reset for my brain, but I'm still using the skills that I need to use in my business, which is pretty cool. So I was, I was very, I was beat by the end of the day. I just, yeah, I I think it was partially food poisoning, which is a whole other story. The one diner we ate at was really bad, but yeah, it was a, it was a good Saturday and I'm excited to continue doing that so that, again i I learn these skills and then I
0: apply them to what we're doing here yeah i it, i was thinking about this the other day i i mean i I lived with a camera in my hands for at least a decade between uh you know what was what was a side job back then of doing weddings and portraits and senior pictures and all that stuff like that i mean i i was taking i was constantly uh Taking pictures and, and, uh, you no, know, plus just sports and, uh, and all that stuff. I just had a camera in my hands all the time. And, uh, I to thinking, I'm like, I really don't take that many pictures now. And anytime, you know, you know, like I'm out on the range with you guys and there's, I see you guys with your camera gear and stuff. Uh, and I, and, and I start seeing people's pictures showing up on Instagram and stuff. I'm, I kind of think to myself, am like, man, I could be, you know, like I'm a good photographer. I could be taking, you know, you know a lot of cool pictures and really, um, you know, you know, showing off that stuff. And uh, I'm not sure if I'm just trying to uh, make up for all those years of being behind the camera. Not that I'm like dying to be in pictures or anything. That's not what I'm saying at all. But just, I think I'm just. I think I just need another might need like 10 years of not living with the camera in my hands before I get the interest to to know know to get out there and really start taking pictures again. And I think the thing is like, like I I really enjoy taking pictures and I enjoy getting out and, and, and being a photographer, but um, it's all that, it's all the work afterwards. It's all the post work. In fact, I took pictures, uh, a good buddy of mine got engaged last weekend and, and, and he asked me if I would, uh, if I kind of hide in the bushes and take pictures, uh, that I've been proposing and then, and, uh, then afterwards I got some pictures of him and stuff. And, and that's really the first time in probably four or five years that I've, that I've had camera in my hands, you know, doing portrait type stuff and, uh, And it was, I kind of realized in that moment, I'm like, yep, I'm still not ready to do this. And I've, it's been like a week and I feel bad. I still haven't, I still haven't taken the the pictures off the camera. They're still on the camera. I feel bad for them because they probably want those pictures. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a different,
1: you're in a different phase of life, which is, it's cool. You know, it's not, I think the thing I'm just realizing is as I started this business And as I got onto this journey, I gave up so many different hobbies that I had. I I mean, I was into so many different things and as I've kind of channeled them away, there's a gap missing that I've come to realize that I don't do much just for fun. That is kind of a restart recharge for my mind, soul body. So getting in, into this photography thing, which I didn't spend my whole, you know, I didn't spend a decade doing professional photography. So to me, it's like this super fun, uh, very complex beast that has so many different aspects that you can learn. And then I, I just see the value for the company. Yeah. What I've done so far. So that's all, all of that's going into this, blender and it's making it so i'm super hungry for it
0: yeah but
1: who knows in 10 years maybe i'm going to be burned out and
0: oh yeah, no, I, I mean i think back to my first first few years of uh, when i truly fell in love with photography um i mean i was doing what you're doing now like i was going on trips and finding places to go and i was part of like photography forums and stuff where they would have a weekly challenge. And I I, mean, I I ate that stuff up. I, I mean, I took probably hundreds of thousands of pictures. Um, in in those first few years I was, I I lived with the camera in my hands and I loved it. So I think I'm, uh, I'm just making up burnout still, but I still love it. I mean, I, I just got my Nikon out the other day. So I got, I got a little photography, uh, light box for in the shop uh, for taking product shots and stuff yeah and uh just because the lighting in our shop it, we have a bunch of can lights so the whole shop is just full of hot spots and and shadows so i got the, the got that little box and i got my my nikon out and just holding that camera again it did kind of to kind of excite me again, I'm like, man, I love this camera, just because I know I, I know that camera like the back of my hand, and, yeah. And uh, and so it did feel good to get that out and and take some real pictures with a, you know, with a mirrored camera, you know, mirrored DSLR again, because I've been using that, uh, Panasonic, GH five a ton, because that's what we use for the vlog and everything. It's mirrorless, which has its has its pros, but just you know, hearing the click. Oh, uh, have a camera again in my hands was just nice. But, uh, you know, I I think about, you know, you're just talking about doing stuff outside of work and, and especially the last couple of years, uh, I've, I've not, I've not done some of my favorite hobbies, which is like mountain biking. I think I went out once or twice this year. I think I went out once or twice last year. Um, and I love mountain biking. I, I love hunting. In the last few years, I, I got out maybe a couple Saturdays. So this year, again, I kind of dropped the ball on mountain biking. Now there's, there's still a lot of season left here, but, um, but as far as hunting goes, uh, you know, we're heading into the season now. It's actually early, early goose season right now. And I definitely have more of an itch this year to get out hunting. I've got a, I've been training, uh, Rigby and he's, he's doing really good. And so I'm excited to get him uh, out for his first season and my kids have more interest interest in going out with me. So it's, you know, so I've got a little bit more there. So I'm hoping to get out hunting a little bit, a little bit more of the season. It's just, you know, the fall and and through January is just a really busy time of the year for the business. And, and so uh, sometimes it's, you know, by Saturday, either I got work to do on the Saturday or, or I'm just beat and I just want to sleep in on a Saturday and not wake up at 4am to go hunting. Yeah. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping to make that a little bit more of a priority this year of, of of getting out and enjoying not working.
1: Yeah. I think it's important to have, I'm not even going to say think, I know it would be very important to maintain our hobbies things outside of work. It's just, it's so funny to me looking back that I've kind of pawned them all off and not even pawned them off, just sold them off so that I'd have time to do what I'm doing. And it's a sacrifice. There's definitely, I've said it before, it's kind of like a pendulum. You, your your pendulum swings in different directions, with different times, different seasons of your business.
0: Uh,
1: there's been times that I've, You've been able to get some, we've added somebody to the team, we've delegated my my workload. And and then I have my pendulum kind of swings back and I have a period of freedom where then I could pursue other things, but then it swings back the other direction. And then all of a sudden I'm overwhelmed and there's crazy stuff going on. And, you know, I'm back to pawning off the things that I feel like aren't as important in the moment, but at the same time, if they're refreshing to me, then it's good for me, and it's going to make me more effective. And I was actually—that was one of the conversations Ridge and I were having when we were taking photos—is so many people, including myself, sacrifice things like their health, their well-being, their mental um, mental health to try to pursue stuff. But then, at the same time, if you're giving up things like your health to pursue your business, something's going to suffer on the business side. Yeah. If you're well-rounded in all of those areas, you're going to be more efficient. You're going to perform well. It's like the days that I, I go to sleep super late and I can function. But if I go to bed at 2 a.m. and then I wake up like I do at 5.30, my next day is not going to be as efficient, even though you could say, well, he put in the time and he put in the extra hours, so he's got to be getting a lot done. Well, maybe that first day I got a lot done, but the following day I'm falling asleep on my desk. So there's there's some realities that I'm I'm seeing uh, that although I feel like I need to be doing these things and I have to be grinding all the time, there there has to be intentional rhythm with what I'm doing. And one more example is when I got home yesterday, <clears throat> I just I walked in the door and my son was like screaming, my oldest. He always does that. And it's normally fine. You know, He's super excited to see me. Uh, But yesterday he was just yelling, hey, daddy, and just like screaming at the top of his lungs. And I got a little bit short with him because I had a super crazy day yesterday and stressful. And I just remember, like I walked upstairs, I got changed, I came down, I just like took a deep breath. And I went down, I grabbed him, and I just apologized. I was like, dude, I just had a rough day. I'm sorry I got a little you know, short with you. And I talked to Jess about it. I had to take, a, a, quite literally, I had to take a mental moment to reset. Because I really try hard not to bring everything, all the pressure and stuff that I feel at, at work and with the business back home. But inevitably, at times, it, it overflows. So yesterday, that was just another good reminder that I need those mental resets. I have to keep my finger on the pulse of the other aspects of my life and and things outside of the business even. If that makes any sense.
0: Yeah. So do you do do anything right now for for exercise? Are you working out or anything? Not anything regular. Um, I'm
1: fortunate because of the amount of running around I do. I have more, probably more activity than what most quote-unquote office positions would have and because of that um, my health has been decent I have enough stamina like I can sprint I can throw a plate carrier on and run I could run a mile it but I notice I've noticed over the last couple years declines in things like anything cardio I don't have the ability to do as much as long so yeah that's one of the things that Ridge and I are talking about, cause he's way more into fitness than I am uh, coming up with some kind of a game plan for me to get to the gym regularly. And it's where like, I don't want to keep talking cause I feel like I'm droning on, but it's where this is the exact example. So I don't go to the gym in the morning because I'm thinking to myself, well, I'm going to miss an hour and a half of work. Right. But if I went to the gym in the morning and I came out refreshed, and I'm confident because I'm doing good things for myself, for my body, for my health. I guarantee I'm going to be more focused and driven at work.
0: So I no more excuses. That's all. No, I. I mean that's. I, I, I think we've kind of talked about this before. I'm. I started going to the gym. I mean, there's a Snap Fitness across the street. I can throw a like a hit a golf ball and put it in the parking lot over there. And I was going there for a little while, but, but the whole time I was over there, I was just thinking about, I was watching the clock and I was thinking about how much I wasn't getting done back at the shop. And, um, it, it, it just wasn't enjoyable, which, which says something cause I enjoy going to the gym. I enjoy, you know, putting music on and, and picking up heavy stuff and putting it back down. That's, uh, no, one of the downsides was I was doing it by myself and it's, you know, you can only do so much on your own. But uh, but it's like I I love mountain biking. But by the time I load stuff up, I drive thirty, forty, five minutes to to any of the trails, ride for an hour, you know, for an hour, which is a quick ride, <clears throat> and I get back. You know, half my day's gone. Um, you know, it was just only so many hours in a week, and I feel like yeah. right now I'm using them all, and I'm not regularly working out, so, um. I was doing a pretty decent job for a couple of weeks there. I was just doing stuff in my backyard. I was doing some Pat Mac inspired workout stuff with just, with just stuff in my yard. Um, and uh, I was doing pretty good with that. And I was, I was feeling better. And I was feeling stronger. And, and, uh, but I just, I, I got off that train, so I need to get, I need to get back on that. And that's, that's something that I, I mean, I think about, Often. Usually I'm thinking about it as a meat and donut. The <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm into fitness. I'm in a fitness donut right in my mouth.
1: Yeah, I get it. I I totally get it. And I, I just, what I'm realizing is when I think of living a life well, obviously there's, A lot of that to me is what I'm doing through the business. I think that I can have an impact on people through my business, whether it's employees, customers, the industry, politics, whatever it might be. So there's that aspect. I also have my family aspect. I want to live my life well for my family, but I also want to live long with my family. So in order to do that, I have to maintain a level of health, which I've been neglecting to pursue the other two things. So there's, there's going to be some restructuring and I'm, um, I'm intentionally, this is where people are going to call me out and say, I'm making excuses. And I, I kind of am. So hold me accountable to it, but I'm intentionally putting these towards the end of fall because we have some pieces falling in place over the next couple months that are going to enable me to do those things that I want to do. But right now, like you're saying, it is very difficult, not impossible. I could do it if I wanted to, but it would be very difficult to make those changes right this second, just because I get in at 630 to the shop and it's 100 miles an hour from 630 to 430 and it's nonstop. So there, there have to be a couple different pieces added to this puzzle and then I'll be able to exercise a little bit more freedom with my schedule, yeah. which I'm really hungry for. i surprisingly, I'm super hungry for that, but that's what is, that.
0: The evolution. What's going on the rest of your week here,
1: man, I don't even, I feel like it's a blur. I have a list of things that I need to do. Um, honestly, it's, it's been so volatile. My plans are changing daily, but I have a couple of different products I need to photograph, um, assuming I can get out of the office. I have a, a new rifle dueling tree we've got to get photos of, a new zone target, um, stuff that I've teased over the last couple months. And these aren't going to be probably nearly the release that the Arachnid was, but they are revisions and additions to our lineup. So the, the only thing holding them back is me taking photos, but that's a whole process in and of itself and getting out to the barn. It's only 20 minutes away, 15, 20 minutes away, but then you throw six or seven targets in the back and you you end up spending about a day, at least a half day taking photos. So I have that on my plate. Uh, We have a bunch of different little details that we are Piling through for Jeff because he's starting next week. We're actually flying him from Idaho to here. He's spending a week in Pennsylvania. And we're going to be finalizing many of our different marketing plans that we've started planning out. So there's a lot, there's a lot spinning in my head, a lot of unknowns, some ideas that we've thrown around general directions of where we're going to go. Um, and, I, and I feel like that's adding to my chaos in my brain because I don't really have solid plans for every component. But that next week is going to be hammering out all of that. And then really structuring our rollout for the everything from media to sales, the other aspects of marketing and you know, the end of this year, we're really going to try to step up our game because like you said, this is when we get really busy. And if we can knock this out of the park, it's going to set us on a good foot going into 2020 in the spring. So it's, it's a lot of planning. It's, it's those things that you don't necessarily feel like you're being super productive because you're just talking and sketching and making flow charts and Meeting with people over and over and over again, but ultimately, at the end of it, when you start executing the plan, that's when it really starts to make sense. Yeah, and I'm I'm definitely ready for that. I'm ready to get out of the planning and start executing.
0: Yeah, that's a big step.
1: But you other guys, than you're that, start somewhere though. Yeah, other than that, it's as of this point right now, it's a fairly normal week. We've had surprisingly even after the arachnid release has ended we've had a a good flow of orders coming in and typically after you do a release like that you kind of get the hype built up and then we maybe we've talked about this before but we've experienced in the past kind of a little bit of a dip the uh the following weeks just because you've you've wrapped so many of the people that were following you up into that release and then the hype kind of dies down for a little bit and then you get back to normal. So we're we're kind of in the back to normal phase right this second. But I'm excited to see how the ambassadors roll out their content with the arachnids and see how, how that helps grow that product specifically. Yeah. So sure. that's pretty much it, man. I don't have anything, no crazy projects or anything specific that I'm plugging through and and working towards other than those photos for those different projects. Yeah,
0: sounds good. Yeah. I got a I think I've got a training with Point 1 Tactics down in Cincinnati in a couple of weeks and then a couple of weeks after that is the Iraq veteran uh, range weekend which I still need to kind of solidify some travel plans and stuff like that. Um, and then before you know it, it's going to be black Friday. And then before you know it, it's Christmas. And then before you know it, it's shot show in January. And, and then, uh, yeah, let's not talk about that yet, man. It's the rest of the years. Going to be nuts. Yep. But it's going to be amazing too. I'm, you know, I'm going into going to the holidays with three products instead of one. So, Trying to kind of gear up for that. I'm thinking about bringing another part-time seasonal help in here. I just, I just, I've got everything ready for it. I just need to give him the go. I just keep kind of holding off on that for some reason. It'd be better to get him started sooner than later. But yeah,
1: especially part, especially part-time, it it's a little easier to swallow. Yeah, and you can always at least in my experience, there's always something to be done. And then anything that they do to take load off of you is going to help you to be more productive with the things that matter most.
0: Yeah, for sure. Well, that's kind of one of the things I was thinking. I'm like, you know, what could I offload to, to an employee to help me have time to work out and get back on my bike and stuff like that. And I I, honestly, I feel like, I feel like I've pretty much offloaded everything that I can because like CNC machining, um, I probably can't afford the person that I would really want to trust that to Um, as their sole job and stuff. So it's, you know, know, I, I feel like the stuff I'm doing now, I'm the one that needs to do it. And, And, uh, and I'm just not in a position right now to, to hire somebody like to do, to do media. You know, if I could afford to hire a machinist and a media person, I would have, you'd be set an insane amount of time on my hands to take up more stuff to do. Um, yeah. uh, Which actually today I will have my office, set up. That's uh, it's what I'll be doing this afternoon. My desks should arrive this afternoon. So I'm going to get my office set up. So I am looking forward to having a quiet separate place where I can, I can, you know, edit video, I can do engineering and that sort of thing. And it's funny. I, I, I was, I was asking myself, I'm like, you well, know, we've been here for, for almost two years now, I think. And, you know, I've had the space that I could, Making my office the whole time how come i haven't done it and i kind of I kind of realized like it's taken me oh it's four and a half years to get to the point where where i was interested in having an office again <laughs> you know i had an office for from my whole professional career so i i think i was i think i was kind of uh rebelling against having an office again but i, I think i'm ready i'm ready to have an office there's something about having your own space. You know, I
1: currently in our shop, I don't have my own space. So it's, it's sharing an office with someone else and it's connected directly to the shop. There's always noise. There's always distractions. And my productivity suffers from that. So to me, having that office space, even if you're not there all the time, is so vital because if you need to make a private phone call, or you're working on a partnership, or some kind of advertising, you don't really want to be, I don't know, around a CNC machine when you're discussing details or whatever. Right. It gives well, you the opportunity to bounce out and
0: and have yeah. that conversation. Well, it's also some place you know. Right now, I've got um, I have a file cabinet in the shop, and there's some sensitive information in there, and I just I feel like that stuff shouldn't just be shouldn't be in there. It should be in an office. And yeah, it's, it's time. There's a lot of reasons for me to have to, you know, to put this office together. Um, I mean, I, I love being out in the shop a lot. And I, I, and I think that's one of the things is the shop has kind of been my office, but it's getting to the point now between the CNC machine and, 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 uh, employees and stuff like that. It's getting to the point where, where I need a. I used to have my own space and I filled it with other people and stuff. Now I need another new space. Yeah. And then eventually you'll have to hire an accountant full-time or
1: whatever. Yeah. And then an office manager at that point, I'm definitely going to need another
0: building and office space for that. Yep. Hey, that's how it goes though. Yep. Well, I guess Hi,
1: uh, we're up against the time. So we ought to yeah. quit for today's episode, but
0: good so, it's been a while since we've done, uh, like any sort of topic and if anybody is listening to this and if there's some if there's some topic or if you're in a situation where you know maybe we can help with some advice or something like that Uh, you know shoot us an email or message us on on Facebook or Instagram or anything like that you know, let us know uh, what you'd like to hear us hear us talk about or um or some advice that we could we could try to give you uh and or, or, or at least we can tell you kind of what, what what we've experienced and you can use that information to the best of your ability so anyway if you have something that you, that, that you think we should cover please let us know uh and that'd be awesome or if there's somebody that you think we should interview you should yeah. us that information too because if
1: there's somebody you know in this same realm even if it's a different industry or whatever. I mean, preferably, probably in the gun industry because we'll all relate very similarly. But either way, if you know of somebody that you think would be great to have on the podcast, definitely shoot us those messages and then we will reach out to them and see if we can make it happen.
0: But you do kind of have a list of people that, that we want to get on here. We just gotta <laughs> we got to make the time to set that stuff up if we could only make a
1: day be 36 hours instead of 24 and still have seven days in a week, hmm. then we could probably get this all done. I feel like there's a way you could do that. i have to work on that. Just have to convince the world that the sun going down doesn't necessarily mean heading into the next day. Yeah. Why does the sun have anything to do with every Wednesday? Friday. The sun rises twice. And on Friday, <laughs> the sun
0: doesn't rise at all. <laughs> All right, man. Cool. Well, you have, a, you have a good week and we'll talk to you next week. Yeah. Take care.